Well, good morning to you. It is Thursday, February 16th, 2023. Thursday, February 16th, 2023. Slava Ukraine, Heroium Slava. It's PVTV, Political Views TV podcast. That's what you Google to find me, those four words. Tell your friends to Google Political Views TV podcast and I'll show up right at the top of the search. Can I just say, I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for coming every day. It's very nice of you. Uh, if you can, bring something with you today or tomorrow. That would be awesome. Tweet to me questions or insights or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. I get up early for you. I work hard for you. And I get, I usually give, give you the news way in advance of the other uh, uh, news organizations. And sometimes I give you stuff that you will not hear from them. Um, <clears throat> let's start with... Uh, Russia, Ukraine, the war going on there. Uh, Biden will host German Chancellor Olaf Scholz in Washington on March 3rd. That's just like, uh, what is that, two and a half weeks away? Something like that? Uh, Three weeks away. Uh, For talks focused on Ukraine, the White House said in a statement, at the one-year mark of Russia's uh, brutal invasion of Ukraine, uh, which is coming up on February 24th, by the way, the leaders will discuss our ongoing efforts to support Ukraine and pose costs on Russia for its aggression and strengthen the transatlantic security, uh, which would mean, of course, NATO. Uh, Israeli Foreign Minister Eli Cohen has arrived in Kiev ahead of talks with Ukrainian President Vladimir, Vladimir Zelensky. Uh, marking, marking the first public wartime visit by a high-ranking Israeli official. Uh, while Israel has condemned Russia's invasion, <clears throat> it has limited its assistance to Kiev to humanitarian aid and protective gear uh, to date. Cohen was set to attend the reopening of the Israeli embassy in the Ukrainian capital. Eli Cohen said during a, a news conference in Kiev, Israel stands firmly in solidarity with the people of Ukraine and remains committed to the sovereignty and territorial integrity of Ukraine. Uh, so, um, so I guess, uh, you know, According to uh, Putin, uh, Israel is helping the Nazis, I guess. <laughs> uh, President uh, Alexander Lukashenko of Belarus has warned that Belarus is ready to fight alongside its main ally, Russia, in Ukraine if his country is attacked, which of course means Russia will probably try to stage a false flag operation, uh, as they have tried several times. The state-run Belta News Agency quoted Lukashenko as telling a news conference, I'm ready to fight with the Russians from the territory of Belarus in only one case, if even one soldier comes into onto the territory of Belarus to kill my people. If they commit aggression against Belarus, the response will be the most severe and the war will take on a completely different nature. Of course, they have already been involved in the war, Uh, Russia continues to launch attacks from Belarus. Uh, After the craziness of the last week with Moldova and Russian meddling, uh, Moldova's parliament is set to approve presidential aide Doran Rysian as prime minister after the country's former government uh, resigned last week. Rysian, a former interior minister was expected to secure the approval of the 101-seat parliament after outlining his policy plans as Moldova faces economic turmoil 
and uh, that alleged Russian meddling we talked about. Uh, His proposed government said, we want to live in a safe world where international treaties are respected, where problems between countries are resolved through dialogue, where there is respect for small states. And Moldova is a small state. Make no, it's tiny. Uh, it added, we want to be full members of the European Union. Uh, Norway's parliament has signed off on aid totaling 75 billion kroner, which is $7.4 billion, uh, uh, to Kiev as part of a five-year support package, uh, making the uh, uh, Norway one of the world's biggest donors to war-torn Ukraine. Norway, yes, they are part of, uh, uh, of NATO. They are for sure part of NATO, and they do have a border, albeit a small one, with Russia. Uh, the U.S. Embassy in Prague has said the United States will provide $200 million to the Czech Republic for military upgrades and replacement of equipment uh, the country is sending to Ukraine. Uh, which, as I've said, this is a great deal for much of the EU. They supply all their old stuff to Ukraine and they get new stuff. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Switzerland has launched uh, proceedings to confiscate more than 130 million uh, Swiss francs, which is like $140 million, link to the entourage of former Ukrainian President Viktor Yanukovych. Um, That was the previous president that was just corrupt. The Swiss government said it had initiated proceedings with the federal administrative court to seize money presumed to be of illicit origin. The people involved were linked to Yanukovych, who fled to Russia after being deposed in 2014 by mass protests. Uh, uh, Yanukovych's uh, switch-based assets were frozen the same year. Remember, Ukraine was corrupt, and Zelensky has made it one of his primary jobs to end corruption, and he's done a pretty good job. Even during the war, he is still fighting to get rid of corruption. Earlier today, Russia launched 36 missiles at targets across Ukraine. Valery Zaluzhny said in a Telegram post that Ukrainian air defenses had shot down 16 of the uh, missiles. Not as good as they've done in the past. They usually do do a better rate of uh, shoot-down, but I'm not sure why that happened. Maybe it's possible uh, they sent missiles from places they hadn't sent them before and they weren't expecting them. Uh, Ukrainian authorities said targets in the north, west, south, east, and center of the country were struck. Uh, one of the strikes killed a 79-year-old woman in the eastern city of Pavlorod in the Dnipetrovsk uh, region. Uh, Dnipetrovsk region, uh, Governor uh, Sergei Lysak said at least seven other people were wounded in the attack, two of whom were later hospitalized. The battle for Bakhmut continues. The Wagner Group has or Wagner Group has advanced to the north and a little bit to the west, but they lack the troops to cut off supplies, and that's what they are hoping to do, so Ukraine troops will have to pull out. Yevgeny Prigozhin said that they're storming house by house, square meter by square meter. Hard work is going on. Uh, but I would say he has more of a political agenda. 
and you might not believe everything. Uh, Russian forces have become bogged down, and they, uh, they've had to change tactics. On February 9th, it became apparent that uh, Russia had begun an attempt to choke off Bakhmut from further resupply. A Russian military reporter said blocking of Ukrainian supplies began in the area of Chasovyar and Berkovka, uh, which is part of the supply lines to Ukraine's soldiers. If this happens, Bakhmut will be in a tactical encirclement and Ukrainian troops will be completely cut off from the supply of ammunition, medicines, and fuel. Russia claims they have all routes, but that is not yet true. Ukrainian Eastern Forces spokesman Sergei Cherevati said the two sides had clashed 17 times with Bakhmut on February 14th and reported hundreds of casualties on the Russian side, 205 killed and 217 wounded. Uh, Ukrainian military intelligence representative Andrei Chernyak told the Kyiv Post the main goal of Russian troops remains to achieve at least some tactical success in eastern Ukraine but Russia lacked the manpower to mount anything resembling the invasion from last year. They are sending more troops. Now, I I will say that the United States is not happy about this Bakhmut thing. Uh, They think that there are much more important targets than Bakhmut. I would agree with that. I would so sorely agree with that, that they need to be, uh, 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 they need to take that area south of the Dnipro uh, River and south of Zaporizhia, uh, the Zaporizhia power plant, uh, so they can cut off supplies to Crimea. That's what they need to be concentrating on. But uh, Zelensky has made Bakhmut uh, important because they don't want Russia to take it. So Zelensky is going to be sending more men to Bakhmut. Uh, Now that I have your attention, let's move on. Let's try and fix the rest of the world. Uh, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken. Anthony Blinken is off to Europe. He leaves Washington today for about a week. He will be there for meetings in Germany, Turkey, and Greece. He starts his six-day trip at the Munich Security Conference, where he will join Vice President Kamala Harris in representing the Biden administration. It's possible, among the tensions over the spy balloon, he may meet top Chinese foreign policy official Wang Yi, who will also be attending the Munich conference. And they could cross paths, possibly. You know, maybe a fist fight in a bar. That would be cool. Uh, Though nothing is scheduled, so we don't know. I'm sure meetings with many countries' officials could happen, even though they're not scheduled. Uh, From Munich, Blinken will travel to Turkey, where he will stop first at uh, Incirlik, Air Base to look at relief and recovery operations for the victims of last week's devastating earthquake before going on to Ankara for expected talks with Turkish President Recep uh, Erdogan, the guy who sounds like he's from uh, a Lord of the, he's a Lord of the Rings uh, a bad guy, and uh, other senior officials there. Uh, one of the important discussions, other than aid, will likely be Finland and Sweden joining NATO which Erdogan is not keen on Sweden. He's having problems with it. I, you know, I'm telling you, this aid for Turkey is important uh, because that might loosen his resolve not to allow Sweden in. <clears throat> also, Erdogan wants fighter jets, but he has his own human rights abuses to contend with, and that's why he ain't getting them. So he's going to ask for those. 
Then Blinken will go to Athens to talk about tensions between Greece and Turkey and other issues, including energy security in the eastern Mediterranean and defense cooperation. Uh, Moving on, as expected, just like the House uh, earlier this week, yesterday the Senate unanimously passed a pair of resolutions condemning China for sending a surveillance balloon over the United States, formally decrying an incident that has prompted demands for accountability. Uh, The first of the two measures, written by Senator Josh Hawley, uh, Republican, Missouri, condemns the Chinese Communist Party for an invasion of U.S. airspace while calling on the president to be transparent with the American people in Congress about the spy balloon incident and other attempts at espionage espionage by China. Now, Biden, there's some things that he can't talk about, and he knows this. He knows this. And uh, the Senate was, just yesterday, the Senate was told everything that happened in secret. So why doesn't he say it? He knows the same thing Biden knows, right? So why can't Josh Hawley be forward with all this? Apparently not. Uh, The second, a bipartisan resolution from Senators John Tester, a Democrat of Montana, and Susan Collins, Republican of Maine, both of them centrists, uh, rebukes China for a brazen violation of U.S. sovereignty with the spy balloon. Senator Josh Hawley said in a statement yesterday, China's decision to send a surveillance balloon into U.S. airspace was a gross violation of American sovereignty and it will not be tolerated. We must send a message and get the facts from the administration about what's going on in our skies while we're at it. Uh, Wang Wenbin. Uh, A Chinese foreign ministry spokesman said Beijing opposed the resolutions, calling them purely political manipulation and malicious hype. He urged Congress to immediately stop the wrong practice of smearing China and stop taking actions that lead to escalation of of the situation. Okay. Um, Smearing China? China smeared itself pretty good by doing what it did. And political manipulation and malicious hype? Isn't that what you're doing by denying it was even a spy balloon when we know it was? (laughs) Pretty sure sending a spy balloon into U.S. airspace escalated it. Not the United States' response. Um, in a speech today, Biden plans to make his most extensive remarks yet about the high-altitude Chinese balloon and three other objects. So that he is going to say something today, um, and, and, and including those three objects shot down by fighter jets. Which, by the way, I don't think they should have shot them down. I mean, maybe if they uh, if they were indeed in uh, uh, in. Um, plane airspace, which is like 30, uh, between upper 20s to uh, mid 30s, a thousand feet, but they weren't, they were at 40,000 feet, you know, it's possible there could be a problem with them, maybe shoot them down, but you got to understand scrambling jets to shoot down balloons is extremely expensive and we shouldn't be doing that. Um, 
Not sure when he'll have his speech. He has a doctor's appointment this morning. So probably this afternoon. At, uh, uh, maybe before his nap. We'll see. <laughs> uh, how badly do the GOP, the Republicans, want to know about your menstruation? How badly do they want to know about it? Uh, so do you have one of those apps that tracks your health? That app did not sign a Hippocratic Oath. That app does not need to keep your information private. Currently, any health information or any app information is available via a search warrant. You might guess that this has to do with abortion rights, freedom of choice. In Virginia, a bill passed in the Democratic-led state Senate and supported by half the chamber's Republicans would have banned search warrants for menstrual data stored in tracking apps and mobile phones or other electronic devices. Advocates feared private health information could be used in prosecutions for abortion law violations. In, it, it, it comes. The Republican governor, uh, Glenn Young Kim, in, in, in he comes. Uh, Young Kim, who has pushed for a 15-week abortion ban to mirror similar uh, measures in several Republican-controlled states, essentially killed this bill that would have stopped the search uh, through a procedure will move in a subcommittee of the GOP-controlled House, citing unspecified future threats to the ability of law enforcement to investigate crime. Maggie Cleary, um, Youngkin's Deputy Secretary of Public Safety, told the Court of Justice Subcommittee it was not the legislature's responsibility to restrict the scope of search warrants especially of your menstruation. Uh, She didn't say that part. The panel voted on party line to table the bill, meaning it is unlikely to resurface during the current legislative session. This is because a pissed-off Republican governor who tried to outlaw abortion in his state wants to create avenues to limit your rights. Just remember that in the next Virginia election. Starbucks CEO... And it's uh, uh, Starbucks and its CEO, Howard Schultz, has repeatedly worked to bust unions. The NLRB, the Na- uh, National Labor Relations Board, has repeatedly spanked Starbucks. Uh, Congress, specifically Bernie Sanders, invited him, uh, um, him as in Schultz, to speak on, on, on February 7th, the Senate Health, Education, Labor, and Pension Committee asked Schultz to testify on the company's decision with respect to complying with our nation's labor laws and negotiating a first contract with union workers at Starbucks. But Schultz is refusing. The burn, feel the burn, Bernie Sanders said that Schultz's decision was disappointing but not surprising. Yesterday, Bernie said, apparently it is easier for Mr. Schultz to fire workers who are exercising their constitutional right to form unions and to intimidate others who may be interested in joining a union than to answer questions from elected officials. Now, the burn could use his subpoena power to compel the billionaire executive to appear at an upcoming hearing. Schultz has been personally named in some uh, of the 75 complaints against Starbucks filed by the National Labor Relations Board General Counsel, accusing the company of illegal union-busting tactics such as intimidation and retaliation on Monday. And we've talked about some of those stories of some of the stuff they did. Them and Amazon. 
On Monday, ahead of Starbucks' response to Sanders, Schultz brushed off the workers at 366 of the company's stores in 39 states who have organized to form bargaining units despite Starbucks' aggressive anti-union efforts, telling the Washington Post that they are just angry at the world. Yeah, that's a good idea. Call your people who are trying to uh, form a union. Tell them that it's just stupid because they're just angry at the world. They have a bad life. That's why they're doing it. Yeah, that's why. In response to Sanders' request for Schultz's testimony, the company offered to send A.J. Jones II, an executive vice president and chief communications officer, instead of uh, the CEO, which gives an appearance of shielding, of course. I mean, this this guy is supposed to do communications. Uh, Bernie said, if Mr. Schultz believes that a multi-billion dollar corporation like Starbucks can break federal labor labor laws with impunity, he is mistaken. As the chairman of the Senate Health Committee, I intend to hold Mr. Schultz and Starbucks accountable for their unacceptable behavior and look forward to seeing him before our committee. Oops, shot across the bow. That to me sounds like a subpoena is forthcoming. We will see. Last week, Sanders said he was willing to use his subpoena power for Schultz. The senator said that the help committee intends to be asking Mr. Schultz some very hard questions and that Starbucks and the other union-busting corporations should be nervous. We're looking at you, Amazon. This is corporate greed. Workers have a constitutional right to organize, and even if you are a large multinational corporation owned by a billionaire, you don't have the right to violate the law. That's what Bernie said. Feel the burn. Alleged a febophile. Rapey, hashtag rapey McForehead, Matt Getz has re- uh, gotten a reprieve. U.S. federal officials will not charge uh, the Florida Republican Matt Getz, Congressman Matt Getz, with sex trafficking crimes. Lawyers for Mr. Getz released a statement that uh, that said the case had been dropped without any charges filed. I just want to know how much the 17-year-old was paid. I, well, I guess she's 20 now. Uh, the two-year investigation, uh, maybe she, I don't know, is she 20? I think she's 20. Uh, The two-year investigation tried to uh, determine whether the congressman had crossed state or international borders to have sex with underage girls. And it has been said that he has done that by witnesses. Yesterday, his lawyers said, we have just spoken with the Department of Justice and have been informed that they have concluded their investigation uh, into uh, allegations related to sex trafficking and obstruction of justice, and they have determined not to bring any charges, which of course means that he is not necessarily innocent, but rather that they did not have enough to convict, which would indicate to me that this 17-year-old is not saying anything, a former 17-year-old. If you remember, uh, uh, before Mr., uh, Mr. Trump left office, Gates went to him and asked him for wide-ranging uh, preemptive pardons for any crimes he may have committed. Uh, he was trying to save himself the trouble. Um, of course, Trump has denied that has happened. Um, moving on. You know, police murder people with impunity all the time under the color of blue. 
I have been open about my past and the abuse I've uh, had by police. Uh, There is a reason there is no trust between the people and police, most of the people and police. But when I see stories like this, I want to demand the death penalty for police. Certain police officers deserve the death penalty for cruel and unusual punishment and murder. In Walker County, Alabama, police were having a time with an inmate. For punishment, they stripped him naked and tied him to a chair in a walk-in freezer. Walker County jail officials allegedly placed Anthony Tony Mitchell, 33, in a restraint chair in the jail's kitchen walk-in freezer and left him there for hours. He died on January 26. The complaint states, while Tony languished naked and dying of hypothermia in the early morning hours of January 26, and his chances for survival trickled away, numerous corrections officers and medical staff wandered over to his open cell door to spectate and be entertained by his condition. Aha, he's naked and it's cold in there. Mitchell's body temperature was apparently 72 degrees when jail officials put him in the sheriff's vehicle on the morning of January 26 and drove him to the hospital rather than calling an ambulance. Just so you know, your body is not that resilient to cold. If someone's body gets to 95 degrees, they need immediate medical attention because they can die very soon after. The physician who examined Mitchell wrote the following. I am not sure what circumstances the patient was held in incarceration, but it is difficult to understand a rectal temperature of 72 degrees Fahrenheit while someone is incarcerated in jail. The cause of his hypothermia is not clear. It is possible he had an underlying medical condition resulting in hypothermia. I do not know if he could have been exposed to a cold environment. I do believe that hypothermia was the ultimate cause of death. In other words, the examiner just couldn't comprehend the what possibility could have happened. How in the world could this guy have a temperature of 72 degrees? I mean... It's, if you're looking at this body, you're you're like, it's like he was put in a freezer. But that wouldn't happen because the police wouldn't do that. The lawsuit states, the Walker County Medical Examiner has yet to release uh, Mitchell's autopsy report, but it is clear that Tony's death was wrongful, the re- result of horrific, malicious abuse and mountains of deliberate indifference. The complaint also mentions a corrections officer who displayed heroism when she dared to preserve security camera footage on her phone and get the recordings to the Mitchell estate. And she needs to be patted on the back. She'll probably be fired. The lawsuit alleges that Walker County authorities violated Mitchell's civil rights and ultimately ended his life by improperly training, retraining, instructing, supervising, and disciplining jail officers uh i i why are they not on trial for murder why oh so frustrating uh moving on can i just say you deserve what you get a woman who was sleeping in her 4x4 ford excursion 
not her. She, she, well, yeah, she got, she, <laughs> something happened that that's fine for her. No, no problem for her. I, I'm unsure if she was homeless or sleeping it off or just resting her eyes. It was around 6 p.m. I don't know what was going on. I'm thinking, though, if you plan on stealing someone's catalytic converter, you may want to check if someone is in the car. The driver of the Ford was asleep in her vehicle when she awoke to a man sawing off her vehicle's catalytic converter. And she immediately put her car in reverse after she felt a bump like she ran something over. I mean, she heard the noise. She didn't know what it was. It was somebody sawing off her catalytic converter. She was like, what is this? She put her car in reverse, felt a bump. She stopped her vehicle and found the bump was someone that she drove over. It was a thief, and she called 911 for assistance for the man. The suspect was taken by ambulance to Antelope Valley Hospital, where he was declared dead. The three people, a man and two women who accompanied the deceased suspect in the smaller vehicle, were arrested by deputies because they followed him to the hospital. Ha! You deserve what you get. Anyway, that's it. Uh... 30 minutes? Why, well, I haven't done anything under 30 minutes in quite some time. Uh, that's it. Thanks for listening. Thursday, February 16th, 2023. Thursday, February 16th, 2023. I truly appreciate you so much. Thank you for coming. Bring someone with you if you can today or tomorrow. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Tweet to me questions, insights, or come fight with me. At Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Maybe you want to send me a story. Maybe you want to say hi. Whatever. It's cool. And remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget that. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.